Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode... Uh, the music sounds better. Uh, at least it does during the live stream. If you're an audio listener, it doesn't really matter. I need to get better at intros. <laughs> Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. enthusiasm. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's right. Apathetic Enthusiasm, where we uh, where we don't record for a while, then when we come back, we forget how everything works. In I I I know how it works. I just. I, I think when we have more loose topics going into it, mm-hmm. uh, it I don't always know where the conversation's going to go. Sure. You know, I could be sure. like, in this episode, we're going to talk about the Twitter killer threads. That's right. It's a social media platform that's sweeping the world, except for in Europe because of some potential problems with uh, laws and how websites handle uh, your data privacy. Uh, it may take a few more months for it to get into uh, the EU, but otherwise, it's sweeping the world. That's right. It's apathetic enthusiasm. My name is Travis. <laughs> that was really that was really great, and that was our show. Uh, make sure you go and follow us on at Apathusiast over on Twitter if it's still around. You can follow us on Threads. We don't need Twitter anymore. Get rid of Twitter. <laughs> we got we got Threads. We got Threads and Instagram. Uh, you can apathetic un, apathetic underscore enthusiasm on Instagram. He's at Juggle Mino. I'm at Barnyard Cruise on on all of those things, and of course you can go to our website apathetic enthusiasm show or apathetic enthusiasm dot com, uh, where we don't basically we post these episodes, but you can also get that on 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 a Red Bubble, Red Bubble, Red what Red Circle, whatever our our. Uh, so it was pod- red iPhones. Our red, our red podcast host. You can go check that out. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. We don't for Halloween. Maybe I'll do a Halloween a horror movie blog. I think I do that. You could oh, also yeah, that happens once uh, a year. Once a year, month. you can go to if you if you want to support this show or you want to support our show that actually matters to most people. Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. You can do that by going over to patreon.com slash something. Um, apathetic enthusiasm. Apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah, where uh, where we don't do a whole lot. We post we post some some videos after the fact. Um, I have been sticking with my uh, it's on random uh, playlist storytelling with with me, Brandon. Uh, I, I I recently swapped up the uh, the format of that show, Travis, because originally what I was doing was just playing the song, and then I was like talking over the song, and I would like come in and then and then come out, and then like 
and, oh, the song's going on. I'm like, oh, I'd talk to a point in the song and I'd, I'd, I'd dip out. But the more songs I did, the more I realized like, but I want people to hear the fucking song. So yeah. like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to talk over it. You know, I, I know the playlist exists and people can listen to the playlist, but I don't want to talk over it. So instead what I started doing uh, for a couple of episodes now is, is I just, I, I have the story that I want to tell at the, at the front end. Maybe I'll tell a little bit of it at the back end, but then I let the play the song play as it does. So anyways, it's on random, right. which is a quote from Shaun of the Dead. Um, it's on random. And so I do that. I, I do some original music here, here and there uh, with the, the old get fiddle. So I try to do that. But uh, anyways, you're so talented, Brandon. <laughs> and you can see all that stuff on our Patreon. Uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, we're, we're streaming live right now on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hypothetic enthusiasm. Uh, you can be part of the show. Um, like five long years is doing, uh, you know, internet permitting. Uh, but yeah, definitely check us out on Twitch. Uh, if you, if you can't make it on Monday nights, 9 PM Eastern, then you can, uh, check out videos over at YouTube, youtube.com slash hypothetic enthusiasm. Uh, we're going to be posting some shorts posting some some short format content mm -hmm. over there as well yeah uh, and i'm sure we'll talk all about that a little bit later in this show when we talk about our comic con preparations Woo! uh but there there's a there's an important topic that we have to get to right here at the top of the show normally i would i would save spoiler type content for later in the show uh but no uh this this cannot wait why would longer. we why would this, we wait this, this this needs to be addressed immediately. And that is, of course, a follow-up on a conversation that we had over the last few episodes about a terrific television show that uh, recently concluded its first season on Apple TV+. Plus. That show, of course, is Silo, the sci-fi mystery thriller uh, full of, of, of interest and intrigue and, and character development. And uh, Brandon and I had a, had a little bit of a, I wouldn't say a disagreement, a disagreement. A, a differing of opinions, yeah. uh, alternative perspectives, alt, alt, on, alt theories, yeah. alt theories of what was going on uh, in, 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 in part of the show, not the entire show, but part of the show. Sure. Um, and, and so we want to, if anybody who wants to watch Silo, you don't want to get spoiled by what's coming up next. Go ahead and skip maybe like two or three minutes because this won't be too long because... No, we'll get through this real quick. We'll get through this real quick because because Travis doesn't want me to... We don't want to belabor the topic too far. Travis doesn't want me to gloat is what essentially <laughs> it boils down to. Um, okay, so this is it. This is your spoiler warning. We're talking about silo spoilers. It's the Apple TV show. Okay, starting now. Here's what the, here's what the conversation was a, a couple weeks back. On Silo, if you don't recall what we're talking about with Silo, Silo, if say people, they're they're living in silos, they're kind of like fallout things. And then if people say they want to go out, they have to, they have are forced out into this barren wasteland, which is supposedly poisonous and is uh, kills people and, and, and stuff like that. But people go out and then they clean a little monitor, like a little a camera. Like a camera. Like yeah. a camera, yeah. Um, and so... Even people who like find out secrets about the silo, they go out and they still clean the camera, even though they say that they, they're not going to. Part of that is they uh, they go out and then they see like they go out of the, the silo and it's like, no, it's beautiful. There's birds flying, the trees, it's lush and everything like that. Well, in the second episode, the sheriff, 
uh, the first episode, his wife goes out there and and dies. The second episode, the sheriff goes out there, uh, and then then he dies. But as he's dying, he's like he's like taking off his helmet. He's like trying to take his helmet off. He's trying to see his wife, and uh, he he takes his helmet off. But we don't see what he sees. That was the moment that I was like, ah, you know what? I think the display is a fake. But the helmet displays are the fakes. Is what is what I thought. Okay, that's where. Yep. Our, the- and I and I had a, I had an alternate theory. I thought that it was in fact safe to go outside, and that the d- vision through what they saw in the helmet was reality, but that the displays that they were shown inside the silo were the fakes, and they were faking out those displays. And then because they wear these like spacesuit looking things when they go out, I was under the assumption that there was some sort of poison in the suit yeah. that caused people to die, not the actual elements outside. And, so, and I, I thought that too, the, the very first, like very first episode when uh, Rashida Jones goes out there and dies, I was like, oh, like they're probably, maybe they're pumping poisonous gas into the suit. I thought that's what the what the what the what the twist ended up being. We're still talking spoilers. Skip ahead another five minutes. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Um, and 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 so it wasn't until like I'm always skeptical in movies or shows when they don't show something that they've been showing. Yeah. So like he's like, oh, oh, it's it's oh, it's beautiful out, beautiful out here. Beautiful. Why didn't they show what he saw? I'm like. Ah. And so we had this conversation, Travis. We had it on the on the podcast, and and I was like, you know what? I can't I can't fucking help it. I need to know the answer now. <laughs> I need to, I need to know the answer now. I need to know if I was right now. Uh, and I told you I was going to do it. So don't yeah, don't act yeah. to me. This is look this, at me all surprised. This this, this doesn't <laughs> shock me in in your behavior or this is this this is par for the course. Don't look at me surprised. You knew I was gonna do it, um, and and sh- sure enough, like, ah, dude, I that night I was like, mm, the is the Antonio Banderas gif right, or he's, <laughs> we're just breathing. Ah, it, I'm like, I can't wait. Well, and and the big three more indicator episodes. was, you don't you don't ask me if I'm caught up on Silo for ten episodes. <laughs> You're not like, oh, I wonder if Travis watched the episode yet. <laughs> It's always me like, hey, did you watch the new one yet? And you're like, oh, I'll get to it. Or yeah, oh, I haven't watched it yet. Or oh, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> it's like 4 p.m. on Friday, the day it comes out. You're like, hey, you watch that silo yet? Hmm? You watch it yet? No, no, not yet. I'll get to it. Oh, we may not watch it tonight. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. And sure enough, Brandon was right. <laughs> uh, it was a false display inside the helmet. Uh, but... That led to an even bigger reveal, which I don't know if you spoiled for yourself or not by by reading uh, the interwebs. Uh, but yeah, that that reveal being that this is not the silo, but it is one of many silos. It is but a uh, string of silos. Yeah, yeah. And so this does open up opportunities for for additional seasons and, mm-hmm. and other places that the, the show can go, which I'm very excited about because all in all, Despite being wrong about the the, the final outcome, uh, I did think it was a good show, and I do think um, 
there's a lot of potential for it moving forward. So I'm excited to see where they go with it in, in, yeah. in following seasons. The spoilers I read at, went went beyond uh, the season, so I won't I won't I won't talk about them. Uh, but I was like, oh okay, all right, I can I, I can see that. That makes was it, that, was it based on the books? Was because because I, I know that the show's based on yeah yeah it was, it was based on on the yeah. books. So like some of the interactions that like um, Tim Robbins had. Right. I was like, yeah, OK, yeah, that, that, make, that makes sense. And I think our first indicator that there was multiple silos within the show was the 18 on the key. Right. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, which means there's at least 18 silos. But anyway, so so I, I asked you that on Friday uh, while I'm at the airport. And then and then fast forward 24 hours later and I'm at the airport again, actually on the plane this time. And with uh, with internet, and then you uh, yeah. then you say, yeah, okay, Brandon, you're right, or whatever, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. These yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, if if you if you caught that right, I was at the airport one night, and then I was at the airport again the next night. Uh, because here's what happened. Uh, for anybody who's in wonder, we'll get into the actual episode now. Entering a spoiler free zone. Spoiler free zone. I went up to DC, uh, was went to go see uh, my friend Gene retire, went to see my friend uh Ashley retire, and it was it was cool, right? Okay, whirlwind trip. We're gonna come back. I'm gonna come back into LAX the 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 night after I fly in, and then the next morning we're gonna go to New Mexico. Ooh, it's gonna be it's gonna Ooh. be it's gonna be exhausting, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Well, I get to the airport at like my flight leaves at seven, and I get there, it's five o'clock. I go to the bar as you do at, at the airport and I'm, I sit down and I'm like, I'll order a salad. I'm in between a couple like old white dudes. <laughs> and there's like, they're like, they're the fucking most talkative people sometimes. I'm like, oh, come on, don't include me in this. And they're like, Oh, hold on a sec. I gotta talk to my secretary. And then they just like start bullshitting with us. I'm like, God, leave me out. I just want to eat my Caesar salad and drink my beer. Right. Anyways. So they're like, uh, <sighs> Man, you delayed longer? I'm like, yeah. Delay. What's going on here? And I'm like, those those suckers, those poor, those poor dumb suckers. You're gonna get stuck here at the air, airport, you losers. Not me. <laughs> Not tonight. And uh so then I, I look at the look at the boarding. It's supposed to board at like 6 30. I'm like, okay, cool, let's still leave it at seven o'clock. Boarding then is like at, at seven. I'm like, okay, all right, that's not that's not too bad. Oh, now it's seven thirty. Now it's eight thirty. Uh, and and I, I was like, oh shit. Oh no. Here 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 we go. Uh, if the flight leaves at nine, the late if the latest it leaves is at nine, then then I might still be able to get my layover, my connecting flight in Nashville, and then get then get home. Boarding starts at nine thirty. Nice. Oh fuck. And, and a little bit early on, I looked at like the, the American Airlines like customer service kiosk and it was short enough that I could have been like, uh, I should get in line right now and, and see if I can reschedule or whatever. Um, once I realized it got a little too late, I looked back at the line and the line was it was like waiting for Peter Pan uh, at Disney. It was <laughs> it was far too long for yeah. for far little impact. Um, not talking smack about Peter Pan, but I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's a hanging ride or something like that. Um, it is it is a classic opening day attraction at Walt Disney World, and you will not slander it on this or any of our other podcasts. <laughs> Thank you very much. It is it is it is 
is an institution. Anyway, so so we get on the plane, Travis. Here, I, everyone's interested in this story. This is like the best content you're ever going to get on Apathetic Enthusiasm for years to come. Remember, you chose to download this or stream it live. <laughs> here, so here we go. Thank here we you go. for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now. We finally board the plane and I'm like, I had to cancel. I had to cancel my New Mexico trip, uh, had to cancel the rental car. And because it was under 24 hours, that means I still owed Avis 150 bucks. I'm like, okay, shit. Great. What a racket. Um, what a racket. Avis, not a sponsor. We, we board on the plane and I'm like, it doesn't matter if I am here stuck here or in Nashville, I'm going to get stuck somewhere. Right. Like at least I'll get stuck closer to home if I'm in Nashville. I don't know. That was, that was my thought. So I get on the plane. And then it's like 9 30, 10. Uh, and then maybe about like 30 minutes pass. Like, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, so it, the previous flight crew, it looks like the logs got lost out of the system. So uh, we've got a little bit of paperwork to do. Uh, so it's going to be it's a couple more minutes uh, before we can lift off. Like, okay. All right. That's, that's fine. 30 minutes later. Uh, so it looks like there's weather in Nashville now that's keeping us from moving. So we'll have to let you know, uh, what's going on. Uh, so just sit tight. We'll get you out of here as soon as we can. 30 minutes later. <laughs> ah, so bad news. Uh, there is weather in Nashville. Uh, and, but also there's a construction happening on the runway that we're supposed to take off on. And the only runway left is a short runway which is too short for this plane. We'll let you know what happens. <sighs> 30 minutes later. Ah, uh, so here's the status now. Good news. The autopilot has deflated. <laughs> Nashville's cleared up. The weather's changed. But construction starts in 10 minutes. And so we need 20 people to volunteer to get off. Otherwise, we can't leave because of the weight. Because they can, they can take off if there's 20 people and their luggage off of the plane. On the short runway. On the short runway. So the the flight attendants, God bless them. <laughs> and, and the way we'll decide those 20 people is with a little game we like to call Airport Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> so. it, it, was, it, was, it was crazy, though, dude. Because So, like, I volunteered right away. I'm like, again... Get stuck in Nashville, get stuck in DC. It doesn't matter. I have friends in DC, so I can like stay somewhere, right? Or sure. I can, or I can get a hotel voucher or whatever. Um, so I'm like, I'll do it. You know, we only got to 12 people. Oh, always, always the self-sacrificing person, Brandon, <laughs> falls on that sword for the other passengers. It's a, it's a personal fault of mine, Travis, and I don't like it. But um, <laughs> so um. Uh, Okay, so like 12 people, only 12 people. And so there's people in the back and they're like, hey, uh, I got a, I got 100. I get 100 if somebody gets off the plane. And someone's like, I got 100 too. Yeah, let's put together a pool. And then, so they're trying to gather money. And they're like, oh, well, I don't have money, but I'll Zell, you know? I'm like, I'm like, I'll get the fuck off. I don't care about the money. <laughs> Just because they're, they're, Right in front of me, there was a, a like a little boy, maybe like five, six. And it was his first time oh flying. God, I'm taking him with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> his first time flying. He was going to Nashville for a monster truck jam. It was like his oh, vacation. And they had Struggle to be a lifetime. They had to be there at 11 in the morning. And I just felt so bad for this kid. And he was like, he was so good. He was so good and so calm. And, uh, 
makes me want to cry and like because I'm like, oh poor baby boy. Um anyway, so I'm like, get me off the plane. I'll I'll take I was like, I joked, I'll take the spot of three people. If I was fat enough, I would take the spot of three people. Uh I wish I could. I can't. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's late. I'm stuck on a fucking plane. What do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> We're stressed out. Your jokes aren't landing. <laughs> so so anyways, didn't get the volunteers. They kicked us all off the plane. Um, and then and then everyone's pissed off. And as we're waiting for our, our checked on luggage, they're like, wait, there's 20 people off the plane now. Let's get back on. <laughs> like, no, fuck you. You had your chance. Um, and, and that let let that be a lesson like in in group behavior and the fact that 20 people needed to make the choice so that other people could could do the flight. And I'm assuming there would be some sort of, I don't know, fix action or something for you. Obviously you'd be delayed or, but the fact that 20 people of what is probably a hundred people on the flight or yeah. something, uh-huh. I don't know, could, decided they, their trip was too important. Then they all lost <laughs> that flight. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's insane. Exactly. That's ex- exactly right. So, uh, so then, by the time I got to customer service, they 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 got me a, booked on a new flight the next day at the same time. I called my friend Gene, uh, who had just retired from the Air Force, and I was like, "Are you awake still? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm free to hang out." And it's like one in the morning, uh, one one thirty. He's like, "Yeah, c- come over. Here's my address. Come on, come on over." And he stayed up. He waited for me. He kept the door open. Yeah, it's super cool. He's a wonderful guy. Um, so the next morning I wake up, I, I go to my app and I'm like, okay, just go ahead and check into the flight. And I, I go, I press the check-in button boop, and my flight disappears. It disappears from the app. It goes away. It's no longer in my app. I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> I, I call up American. I'm on hold with them for a while. And here's the thing. The airport didn't officially cancel the flight in the system. So in the system, it looked like everyone boarded. It looked like everyone flew to Nashville. <laughs> so looks like we have a little bit more paperwork to catch up on. <laughs> They're like, uh, you're not in Nashville right now? I'm like, no, I'm not in Nashville. I'm in DC. They canceled the flight. Like, according to the system, this is I'm like, well, it's it's I'm I'm here according to me being in DC right now. I probably pr- pr- I'll th- I'll selfie me in front of the Washington Monument if that's what really <laughs> does it for you. Um and, and so he kept me on hold for a while, eventually worked it out and it got me a direct flight straight to LAX and that left at five instead. Uh and so I got home and I'm like, okay, great. Chelsea's like, Do you want to go to New Mexico still? I'm like, I, I can't. I I want to, I should, but I, I, I just can't. There's too much too much travel, too much stress. Um and then yeah, that was that was my that was my airport adventure time. So so here's the thing. Here's the thing about your airport adventure. Here's the thing about my weekend in Omaha visiting family who were there also traveling. And I was sitting at the table enjoying a delicious bowl of spicy ramen Ugh. when <laughs> Uh, I got pictures of that ramen too. We could show we could show it on the stream. Oh, please it, do. It was delicious. Um, I was sitting at the table when their flight that they were supposed to board in like three hours got canceled, and they had to rebook the next day. And all that's going through my head is that, like ten days from now, I have to orchestrate 
like the most flawless, no fail airport <laughs> transportation equation in order for us to get to Comic Con, right? Because not only am I flying mm -hmm. out to San Diego, yeah, but some of my kids are also going on a trip like at the same time with their cousins to visit their grandparents. So it's like I have to travel three hours to Dallas to be at an airport to receive my nieces and nephews <laughs> and then put all of them with my kid onto another airplane to fly them to New Mexico so that my mom can receive them and then drive three hours back. So that requires no fail on those flights. Somebody misses an ex uh, a flight. Somebody gets delayed. That delays me getting back home so I can get up the next morning and get on my own flight. To the so most important event of your life. The most Hands down. Kids? More important than the birth of any of those children? No, kids. No. <laughs> not you, Sheena. Not -uh. More important than the, the, the day I married my wife that I'm leaving in the Midwest so I can travel back to our hometown? Nuh-uh. -uh. Visit the biggest nerd convention of, of uh, in existence? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm real hopeful all of that works out well because, as we're alluding to, we are going to Comic-Con. Uh, 2023 San Diego Comic Con, the, the con of all cons, despite writer strikes and all all the other things that may hamper. Oh, he's flashing the creds. He's I got mine right behind. Me. Um, yeah. So we're going. We're doing our prep. We're getting excited. We're 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 prepping for Comic Con. Ah. He's got the, he's got the <laughs> press stuff on there. Um, and it's really exciting because because we're going as press. Uh, we are. Getting a little bit of pre-coordination with different outlets, different uh, different companies, different uh, productions that are going to be there. Um, obviously, because we do the Rick and Morty podcast, we're engaged with Adult Swim and, and trying to coordinate some things with them so that we, we have some opportunities. So if you are a purely apathetic enthusiasm listener, you, you, you don't dabble into that interdimensional RSS nonsense that we do over there. Uh, this will be the last episode before Comic-Con yeah. content starts, starts hitting your feed. Um, but there are some things that you can expect from us uh, on, on this channel, right? If you, we're, we're going to do some AE podcasts, some, some, some daily wrap-up type stuff. But we would really encourage you, um, if you're not already following us on our socials or uh, if you're not on like a YouTube subscriber, um, definitely go check that stuff out because we're going to be putting a lot of content out on those different platforms and uh, I'd love for you to see it. But uh, I don't know, how are you how are you feeling about the prep? How are you feeling about this this momentum moving forward? Um, How do I feel about that That stuff? I, I'm, it's, it's kind of surreal, right? Existential dread. <laughs> Existential dread. I, I mean... You know, I'm talking I'm talking about my trip and all the stress that that come out come out with it. Like, I, it it it's like coming off on the heels of like a stress. And so like there was there was a part of me that was like wasn't like went straight back into work. I wasn't like ready for the thought of like oh shit this thing is coming by 
pretty pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and so I haven't had proper time, I think, to put myself in the headspace of like, you know, you know, I mean, you know how I am, right? I'm 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 impulsive planner, or like I'm I'm good with planning at the last, like towards the end. Where it's like, okay, I feel it. It's real. I can do like we'll this. We'll be riding downtown to go to the first <laughs> event. We'll be like, what if we started thinking about video? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's exactly right, like that. Um, so, but yeah, like the so the headspace of like, okay, it 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 is coming. I think I think now, like, uh, I'm I'm at a place where okay, I can start thinking about it. Uh, you, there's a schedule app. I looked at all the, the programming. Uh, we have a Miro kind of a, a, a board uh, that's tracking some of the events that we're trying to go to. And so it, it's really just being like nose to the grindstone. Okay. This is happening in a week and a half. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and figure it out. And we've, we've done, we've done some prep. I'm not going to say I haven't done any, uh, oh, yeah. any prep, but well, well, and I, I think, you know, leading up to this, we, we knew we wanted to, any any time that we're co-located, because obviously, like we do this show from different places, um, we it, anytime we get together in person, we always want to produce something or or make some sort of content uh, because we love doing this, right? And and doing Comic Con, this is a great opportunity for us to produce the same type of things that we make already, but also you know, break news on, on things or, or, or talk to creative people that are responsible for making some of the stuff that we love and we love talking about on our podcast. So, um, got some new microphones, got, yeah. got some, got some cool like lav mics that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that are going to allow us to, uh, get some of those interviews, get some of that video content, Ooh. um, really just walk around the show Ooh. floor. And, uh, I, I mean, we could honestly walk around and record podcasts like as we walked if we wanted to so so there's a lot of opportunity there for us to to make things um because we have the press passes again it's 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 allowing us to get access uh to some events and things that uh, are going to allow us to to talk um more deliberately with some some creative folks which is which is really exciting as well yeah, it, yeah. It, it, and and so i think that that's the there there's the root of it right is it it is exciting this is something that we started this podcast in 2015, just hanging out. We went to Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. We're gonna see uh, Jimmy J. And, and, and his brother down there uh, in San Diego. Uh, did a Hawaii Comic Con. We did some stuff like that. I had done panels at Tampa, and like we, you know, we we've come a long way. And we always talked about like, like I think one of our original Patreon things and I, we've talked about it on the show before too, like was like, get us a San Diego comic con. Right. And, yeah. and so there's something a little surreal about it to me that like, Oh shit, we actually got press passes. Oh, it happened. Oh, it, yeah. it, it happened. Like when, when we got WonderCon press passes, like, Oh, okay. Well shit. That's strange. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll take it. Probably won't get San Diego. And then we did. Um, and so maybe it just hasn't really fully clicked that not saying we're yeah. famous, but that we have, <laughs> we have enough clout to be like, ah, yeah, let these fucking dumbass podcasters in. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's why I'm, I'm taking the approach that like, I really want to deliberately pursue certain content while we're there because, um, I want, I want to, I want to live up to, like, I want to feel like we earned the press passes. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, haha, 
wool over your eyes, Comic-Con. We got the press passes and now we're just going to go nerd out and be fans and not, and not, you know, break any stories or, yeah. or, or share anything with, with, with our audience. And, and especially with the interdimensional RSS audience, that, that, that is a, a, a fan base that loves Rick and Morty, loves adult animation, loves a lot of the things that are central to uh, Comic-Con and that fandom. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we are, you know, have the benefit of being there in person, I want to share as much of that as possible with our listeners and our yeah. fans that, that are excited about the same thing. So with that said, because it is exciting, but it can be stressful, we're going to have fun too. Like, <laughs> we're, 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 we're definitely uh, on that, that Miro planning board. I definitely want to carve out time for us to just enjoy the event, enjoy the con, uh, well, I think not have to stay super late every night, <laughs> grab, a, grab a beverage, yeah. put our feet up, you know. I, 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 I think that, so there, there's, there's pressure on having a press pass, not just like internally to us, but like, like we, we want to be able to have something to show for it. That certainly, um, sure. but I, but I think like, because we, here's, here's what happens when you have a press pass just in inside baseball, inside, inside press pass baseball, uh, for like these events, same thing with WonderCon. Like once you are on that list for press, then you get various emails from, uh, the companies that are, are there, they're having panels, whatever. And they're like, Hey, yeah, do you- it's, it's the PR for, yeah. and, and sometimes it's, it's like, if it's a big company, it's, it's, they have PR representatives. And sometimes if it's like a smaller independent artist, sometimes it's the artists themselves just pushing that information out to say, Hey, I have new stuff coming out. Would love it if you took a look at it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's priming the pump, so to speak, to, uh, kind of direct our interest towards covering certain things at the event. Exactly. Exactly. And so, uh, so you get that and then you, you're spawned back and you say, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this, this panel or this event, uh, me and my partner, my podcast partner, Travis or Brandon, whatever, whoever writes the email, like we're interested into it. And then they re- reach back out to us and they say, all right, you're good to go. Or like, do you want to do video and you know, stuff like that? Uh, so like that, that part's exciting. Uh, well, I think what is, is cool to me is when you go to Comic-Con or you go to any event, really, you have like these big kind of. Uh, experiences that, that that are happening. So we know that Adult Swim on the green is is happening at San Diego Comic Con. Well, if we were if we were nobodies, <laughs> if we were nobodies like you out there, um, <laughs> uh, we it w- it would be stressful to me. It's more stressful to me to be like, okay, we got to get onto the green, uh, but because we're trying also trying to get onto the green. That means we might miss this panel or we might miss yeah. this opportunity, this interview opportunity. And, and those opportunities are also when you're not, when you don't have presses, press passes is like also much slimmer. So you have to be like, well, we have to stock them a little bit to try to find them. Um, you know, it's like, it's that weird stuff that, that gets me. But if we can get into like previews for some of these events that like eliminates that, that aspect where I'm like, I, I know now that we're going to get into it. We don't have to, carve time out we're gonna we're gonna be there so that uh i'm excited about something it, it, it's it's night and day difference like from the first adult swim festival where we paid out of pocket we yeah. bought passes <laughs> we 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 traveled and went and attended as fans obviously as podcasters as well and we we had talked with uh ryan elder who 
is is the composer on Rick and Morty and was doing a big event that night. Like he knew we were going to be there. We told like, and we met him, we got to shake his hand and, you know, take a picture and stuff. Yeah. But that was, that was an event where we still, (laughs) we still felt like, all right, like we're on the fringe of this. We're going to cover it. We're going to cover it as, as podcasters, but we, we had no additional access or anything like that. And, And that's, what's really different about this. Now, this is sort of like the fourth adult swim festival because COVID's kind of, you know, delayed some things and stuff, right? And But this is an adult swim festival on the green. Yeah. And so to come back to another adult swim festival and be inv- come, invited in like, <laughs> some yeah. senses. And, and like have people be like, oh, yeah, we got your passes like set up for you. It's, I mean, it's like, it's. I, I, this doesn't, this, I don't want this to sound like a humble brag or, or like boastful in any way, but it really is just like, because of our listeners and the support of this community, um, you've all really made this possible too. And so we want to do justice by it. We want to bring you, uh, as, as good of content as we can produce. Yeah. So if there are things, if you, if you're following any news about, uh, San Diego Comic-Con and there's something that you want more info about or you want to see, we would love to be the eyes and ears for that um, and and bring that content to you. Hit us up us on know. all of our social channels, our emails, things like that. Let us know. Um, yeah, or hit us up on threads, right? <laughs> because uh, uh, threads yeah. has exploded. I do. And uh, I do want to talk. About, I do want to talk about threads. Um I, I I have I have two things to say before before we talk about threads because I do want to talk about threads. Okay, um, we'll get to threads. And I and I don't we'll and put I don't a pin in that thread. And I yeah there there it is there it is. Um, two two things I want to say about the last two things I want to say about Comic Con, uh, the Adult Swim on the Green. So a couple years back, there was the Adult Swim on the Green, and we we knew there was going to be a Rick and Morty premiere, right? Yeah. And yep. it was that year that there was a that host guy. <laughs> who's like okay because they were live stream they're gonna live stream the yeah. whole event and on on adult swim and right? they trolled us the entire time just think <laughs> we'll actually be able to be there uh this this round yeah so, we won't have to be out on the embarcadero having some <laughs> some host throw socks at people as they walk by or whatever whatever he was doing so that's the first thing that that's cool that we'll actually save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Actually be there for, for some of that stuff. And... And we're really excited about the the Adult Swim uh, things. I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm stoked about it. So, but the second thing is uh, going back to the Adult Swim Fest. The first Adult Swim Fest. Uh, I I want we met Ryan Elder in person. Yeah. Super cool. Much taller than I thought he was gonna be. Uh, very but, tall guy. But then again, I'm very very short. Um, but what was interesting about that event? that I wonder if it'll happen in San I probably won't happen in San Diego. Uh but old Daniel, uh, scary Terry folds, he like he recognized us. There's like a couple yeah. people that recognized us. He recognized us. 
he bought he bought us he bought us beers and it was the very 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 first time in my life that I'm like oh shit somebody knows somebody listens to us that's, yeah that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it, it was a pivotal moment I think yeah. for sure for yeah. both of us yeah um so anyways uh so you know this 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 idea of 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 notoriety i guess is like it's it's crazy the the support that has happened and where we are now so uh but uh pull um, that, pull it's, that it's pin. great i'm excited hopefully all the flights work out um <laughs> because we are now booked to go do official events i asked my five boss. hours after i'm supposed to land <laughs> I, I i said to my boss today i i'm taking an extra day off wednesday and thursday he's like for what and i'm like oh, comic con he's like okay can, can, can i go like no, you're seeing you're seeing T Swift next week. You can't go. Oh, it's going to the Eras tour. Yeah, after the Speak Now album, Taylor's version just <laughs> drops. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I was talking to this guy. I we'll get we'll get we'll get into threads in a second. Well, we'll we'll get to threads. Uh, talking to a coworker who who bought a ticket to see Taylor Swift, and uh, he paid he paid twenty five hundred for it. Um, okay. and. and which is incredible to me because that's a lot of money. And I paid 20 uh, or two grand for my guitar. And I was like, that was probably too much. Right. Um, but, uh, but I was, so I was talking to him and he was like, I'm like, okay, I think, I, I think I'm ready to understand Taylor Swift. And like, I, I think I'm ready to listen to her. I, ah. you were saying this or your coworker. I was saying it to him. Yeah. Okay. Ah, don't, yeah, no. Uh, so, so I, so I said it. So I said it to him, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, you start with this album, and then, then you go on. You know, I mean, you got to start there, and then you go on to the next one, and I mean, just stick with chronological." And I'm like, "Man, he really knows all the the Taylor Swift albums." Yeah. But, um, so I'm like, "All right, I, I, I think, I, I think I'm past my uh, too cool for school." Taylor you, Swift. You've stuff. never been like super into like pop music from 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 what i've from what i've known of you that's true that's true and and i and i think that is something that is different between you and me <laughs> um yeah cuz i'll i'll listen to rising pop playlists as i'm as i'm running too many miles uh I'm but yeah I'm i trying to explore I was, you know i'm trying not to be as as as, as obstinate about this music is this is fine and and i I was never, I will not say I was never, or very young, I was, I went through a country phase. And then into my teen years, I was like, ah, country's not for me. I don't like country music. And Taylor Swift was a country artist. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, yeah, no, not for me. No, thank you. And then she made her pop shift. And that like 1989 album came out. And You're, since then, I've been like, I get it. You've been a Swifto ever since. It. Uh, so not enough to drop that much, that much coin. Money. Although it sounds like night one of her Kansas City uh, two night stay uh, at Arrowhead um, was pretty empty for like either the first part of the show or something. I think scalpers maybe oh. over purchased and then were not able to flip tickets. Um, there's been a lot of stories of that with with the tour where people have been able to like buy tickets on the cheap for like a hundred bucks five minutes before the show starts oh, because shit. people are just trying to offload them. Uh, so some people gamble and and win, 
uh, where they're <laughs> able able to just get tickets right before. And um, I don't know, but it doesn't work for everybody. So anyway, yay, Taylor Swift. That's the most we've talked about Taylor Swift on this podcast <laughs> in all of its like eight years. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I know. I know. I know, Travis. I know. I know. Because uh, yeah. usually when you talk about T-Swift, I'm like, oh, done with that. Also, my manager's going on that that same tour, but he, he knows somebody. So they got the friends and family discount. This is, is he friends with Ticketmaster? <laughs> no, somebody. That's a friend I would love to have. Somebody who's on the door with her. Um, what is? Are Are you aware of that's how Sato Taylor Voce, Swift? By the way. That's what that. Are was. you aware of how Taylor Swift gets to the stage at these these tours? Does she fly in and then, by and then helicopter? We'll, and then we'll press. And then we'll press on. No, uh, no, I don't. Let me know. We can just shake it off. Anyway, we're gonna. Um, <laughs> so, so there are these huge arena tours, right? And when an arena tour, often the stage is set up, you know, somewhere like on on like a field or something. So the backstage area is not actually behind anything. It's it they they build these structures, and then you have to get to the backstage from, you know, the tunnels or things like that, right? So, as to not be seen in advance of the start of the show Taylor Swift and her team devised <laughs> a method to get her to the stage without being seen and this was identified early on by some very observant fans eagle-eyed fans eagle-eyed fans uh that a crew would push a large cart a black cart with mops and brooms sticking out of the top to the stage like like they were a crew pushing a bunch of cleaning <laughs> stuff to the backstage and there was all the speculation i think taylor's in there i think taylor hides in that cart and then gets out before the show starts and then there's video evidence from a specific angle at one of the shows where <laughs> They push that cart back there and then like they open it up and she steps out of it. So she rides in a cart with <laughs> fake brooms and mops sticking out of the top to covertly get to the stage before the show starts. I She thinks of everything. She's, <laughs> she's a mastermind. I, I, I want to there, there has to be like AC in that thing. It's got to have like it's probably has like all red M&Ms, like a bowl full of them. Right. Like she, it, it's gotta, it's gotta be amazing. Um, anyways. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Thank congrats Taylor on winning the life. World. Um, <laughs> threads. We can oh. talk about threads. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. One little, one last thing. When I was talking, Repinned. when I was talking to this guy about Taylor Swift, I was, I was talking to him about, he's like, Oh yeah. And then, you know, she's like re-recording some stuff. I'm like, like, I remember Travis talking about this. Did we talk we talked about this yeah, on the yeah, podcast. We, right? Yeah, yeah, we we, okay. we we talked about it before. Uh and I was like, so I had something to talk about. I was like, oh yeah, no, I heard about that. That she's just like she doesn't she wants all these new listeners and like she's record she's also like putting out new stuff at the same time like and so like you uh anyways, the whole point of that was yeah. was I related to him. Uh you know, us yeah. us Taylor Swift now fans. Taylor's version available on all streaming <laughs> platforms. Um Thread. All right. Thread. <laughs> the Twitter killer. Uh, threads dropped, uh, while I was on vacation and for some reason I signed up for it immediately. Um, 
and and that's how I found out that you were on like a social media sabbatical, <laughs> like, and and we're and we're not uh, scrolling. So um, I feel bad about it. But have you been able to break your fast uh, and check out Threads at all? And do you have any initial opinions of it of the platform? Uh, yeah. So I guess I guess a little 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 history there. Uh, like the, it's interesting how when th- Threads came about, Twitter, like the week before, <laughs> uh, Elon was like, I think it was only like days. I think it, I think it was Friday of last week, and by Wednesday, Threads was out. Yeah, it, it felt it felt very strategic on on Zuckerberg's uh part. But so a couple days earlier than that, like Twitter was like. Elon was like, uh, we're limiting the amount of, of new tweets that you see by 200, like only 200. If you don't, if you're not, if you're not paying 2000, if you're paying or something like that, it was like weird throttling. And it was like, ah, because we want to, we want to stop the the data scrapers from, from coming on here and taking data or something like that. It was, it was some bullshit. Um, and side note, I really don't see how people think he's doing such a great job with Twitter because it's just become a fucking it's become a cesspool of like blue check marks and blue check marks. Any thread you go to any new tweet you go through, there's just blue, blue check marks, blue check marks, blue check marks. And they all have a perspective, a very similar perspective, which is everybody else is wrong other than Elon. And it's very, 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 very frustrating to see there's, there's handfuls of people, but it's like, there's, there's no discourse. And um, so it's, it's it's getting to a place where I don't really want to be in there or be associated with it. As we talk about our, our Twitter handles here, but it's like, yeah. Uh, but, um, so, but it's doom scrolling there uh, on Instagram. It's kind of doom scrolling. Uh, like, it's just like, it's well not doom scrolling, but it's like, it's like empty calories of like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mindless scrolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, so I got to the, this point where I'm like, I need to I need to pull myself away from social media. I'm already stressed out about about stuff. I'm like, let me pull away from let me take a hiatus, right? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking day that happens. The, the day I'm like, <laughs> I want to I'm going to better myself. I want to make myself feel better about life. Guess what everybody? Threads is coming to town. Hot new social media <laughs> coming out to play. And you're like, I wonder Look if we can get our, to the Can we get our podcasts on there? And usually I'm the one who's like, oh, I'm on it. Let me let me go see what I want to put it on buffer. I'm gonna oh I'm gonna get all the thing, and like I could not be less interested in wanting to do that at that point in time. Um, yeah, I know, and I felt so bad because I was like, this is because I I still follow tech blogs. I listen to the Verge Cast regularly. Like I I follow, and and honestly, I have lost interest in Twitter almost completely. Like. Yeah. I, I, I keep trying to go back to it and it's just, it doesn't feel like the community it's doesn't the feel like it used to be in the early days. Right. Like, I mean, I've been on Twitter over 15 years. Like it's, it's, it's weird, but it just, it, the appeal to it wasn't there for me. The other social platforms that I was enjoying more. The cu- the, cult- so the th- culture, the cu- culture feels different there now. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And very quickly, and and probably it helped that I was on vacation. I, I had time off. And so I kind of wake up and I'm seeing all this like hype that like, oh, threads is growing really quickly. A lot of engagement very early on. Is this the Twitter killer? And all and and all of that 
interests me to like, hey, let me check it out. Let me just see. So I sign up for a personal account and it ports over from Instagram very easily, very quickly. It brings your information over. It automatically allows you to follow a lot of the same accounts that you're following on Instagram. So then you already have a little bit of a starter like community that you're familiar with. And yeah, I, 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 I scroll a little bit. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot like Twitter. We should probably get the podcast on here early because that's, that's benefit. Right. And so I, I reach out to you. I'm like, Hey, you on threads at you're like, Oh God, no, what not? Why today of all days? Right. <laughs> um, so then I'm like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and port our, our, our podcast over again, very easy to get those going. But then knowing that you're like trying to distance yourself from socials, like <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel obligated now. So I realized I hadn't posted a thread for the AE account until today. Mm. Um, posted a few uh, for interdimensional RSS. Yeah. So son of a bitch. I, <laughs> I, I, I was very proud of that one. Um, I was going to go in a different direction and uh and ended up finding that image it's like that's the one that's, that's good that's the one that was it was good um, it was good it was good uh my, yeah my like my the very very i signed up because you told me that it came out and so my the only post i have on there is is me saying i'm on a social media hiatus threads thank you very much <laughs> um but uh and this is fine this is fine but but, um, but, 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 yeah. but but I have gone I have gone there and looked at it right like I I, I real quick aside on the the social media stuff I I think my what I need to focus on is just like um, rationing and moderation and being like like I have to I have to spend time with the people that I, that I care about I can't always be on on the phone right yeah. uh, and so I wanted to, to put you that use away iOS to set time limits for your apps well, well no I I put it in focus mode. Uh, at when yeah, I when I get home now, and it turns off all the notifications. So if, if you can't get a hold of me, it's because I'm turning off notifications. Um, okay, is doing that for Messenger. I just need to know. It is, yeah. Okay, but I, all right. So so text me. All right. <laughs> Track it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. You're you're on my favorites for text. Um, Appreciate it. So uh, so 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 I've gone so I have gone on Threads. I've I've looked at it around, and so it's interesting how threads is i know they don't have messaging uh, you can't see what pe other people are liking uh those are two two big things about threads it seems i've seen people talk about like this is like the wild west like how facebook used to be how twitter used to be early twitter early facebook like myspace not everything's established <laughs> yeah well and and that's that's part of the thing right is you talked about how twitter was throttling tweets and limiting how many tweets people could see and threads as a uh as a platform was in development but it wasn't ready to launch and the creative team took a risk seeing what was going on with twitter and saying now is a time when we should really get this out there and capitalize on the the death spiral that Twitter is experiencing. Um, and, and people just gravitated towards it. It, it moved very quickly. I, I, I saved, I saved a, I saved a thread um, as a picture, which is, I, I don't think what they want you to do. Um, 
but uh, and this is from the guy that's that's basically running the portion of the company that a million people have signed up for Threads in five days, or I'm sorry, a hundred million, a hundred million people. Uh, I want you to know so, you did this the other day too. You're like, I did. Like 25, I said twenty five thousand people signed up for it. Oh wait, no, that was uh, two hundred fifty five million. Sorry. Yeah, so a hundred people signed up for Threads. Uh, is, is what's important for <laughs> wait, us. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, 50 people. Uh, sorry, sorry. 50 so 100, people. So 100 million people sign up in, in five days. Um, he says, I'm not sure. This is Masseri, M-O-S-S-E-R-I. Uh, has a blue check mark, by the way, because he built the app. Uh, anyway, not sure he can wrap his head around the fact. It's insane. I can't make sense of it. Uh, it says the team has been busting their ass, but we know that this is a race to the starting line. Uh, they say, make it work, make it great, make it grow. But we certainly did things out of order, but I promise we will make things great. So yeah, there's a lot of things people would love to see in the app that aren't there. Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't have hashtags. So, uh, search can be difficult, but some people like the fact that people are slapping hashtags on everything to try and get their stuff discovered. Right. There's no DMS which is a feedback loop and a way to, you know, privately connect with people if, if, if you engage in, in something or, or, ha- or take a topic offline. Sure, sure. But, but because it's tied to your Instagram too, there's, 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 there's DMs on Instagram. There's DMs there. Yeah. 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 Um, follow, like, it, it's, it's interesting because I, I think, um, what was the other big thing that it's lacking? It's, uh, I, th- I, don't, I don't remember what it was, but um, it the the format as much as it feels like a Twitter clone, um, I feel like early Twitter we didn't know how we were gonna engage in that platform and like microblogging. It felt much more like microblogging, where yeah. it's like I'm gonna just capture what's going on with my life in 140 characters. I'm gonna I'm gonna spit this information out there. And and maybe people will reply. Maybe like for, for early, early on, there weren't really, really a mechanism to reply and have a conversation. But over the years, like the threads ha- have really developed in Twitter to where you post something out there, and that kind of creates a conversation. Yeah. With with that tweet as as the head of it, and and I I feel like the idea of threads really takes that idea and emphasizes the fact that it's about the conversation. Yeah. And, and, and so I see a lot of people trying to generate interest in their threads by asking questions, uh, trying to start some sort of discourse. Yeah. Um, you, you know, some of those are working really well. Uh, none of mine are. You, yeah. uh, nobody responds to me. Well, you, you, you mentioned, you mentioned before about no hashtags and stuff like that, that it, it seems a goal for any content creator influencer to go onto the new system, see how the algorithm is, how it reacts, how you get more views, and then manipulate that as much as you can early on to, to get those views, right? YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all of those, right? There's, yeah, there's, there's strategies for each one of them. Slap, slap the popular hashtag on your post and it'll help. Help help people find YouTube it. YouTube Shorts, yeah. And, and so and so people haven't gotten there yet. They don't know what that algorithm is yet for for threads. And so like me scrolling through, I'm like, I I don't know when I've ever interacted with this person in my life. 
<laughs> you know, stuff like that. Uh, but oh, cool. Like they, they posted something else. Uh, two things. One, I did find Jiggy Cruz, uh, who I, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I, you did see that. Yeah. Uh, so for for our our fans of uh, Interdimensional RSS, I won the first Golden Rickhead uh, for the Rick and Morty Warmageddon last year. Over in the Philippines, another cruise won a Golden Rickhead. Well, Jiggy Cruise is going to be at Comic Con. So I or on Threads talking about interaction. I saw him post something. I was like, oh, shoot, you're going to be there too? Two Golden Rickhead winners going to be there at the same time? He's like, it's, it's happening. Woo. So, so exciting. So I might take the Golden Rickhead down there. Um, um, you will get that thing stolen. Maybe I'll, I'll just like put it on my, my shoulder. And be like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> uh, Side note, every time I mention to someone that I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con, they're like, oh, what are you dressing up as? I'm like a podcaster, uh, a, a fledgling <laughs> podcaster, I guess. That's that's um, Bruce, Bruce, anyway. Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> uh, what are you dressing up as? I don't know. A credible reporter. <laughs> I, a, pro- <laughs> a professional. That's what I'm dressing up as. Uh, anyway, um, this is this is this has been a conversation to try and encourage you to follow us over on threads. Uh, over on threads, I'm at Juggalmino. He's at Barnyard Cruise. <laughs> uh, uh, Greg, our, our our friend in the chat, the Twitch chat, five long years, aka Greg, uh, has asked Travis, and I, I think I know the answer to this because it goes into a different conversation. Do you have to be on Instagram to use it? Uh, you're looking. I'm gonna Google that. You're looking. You, at, Greg. Uh, the reason I the reason I'm like I think I know the answer is because this is part of the Fediverse. <laughs> Feta cheese. Feta. Fediverse. F-E-D-A, like the Federation, like yes. the internet. Um, so the idea of the, the Fed-verse is that the federated internet. All of your all of your social media accounts are basically like they're tied to each other. So you're not like in, in different instances or different all these crazy different environments. It's like saying, like, hey, one stop shop-ish, right? I, yeah, yes, yes, and no. Well, explain it to um, me. To, to, Let's to talk answer about your it. Question, to answer your question directly, <laughs> yes, you do need to have an Instagram account Fuck. because right now only Instagram users can create Threads accounts. Fuck. Um, so sorry, 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 Greg. Um, your your OnlyFans doesn't work for for Threads. <laughs> but and 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 as soon as you sign up, it does say that it's embracing the Fediverse. However, none of that has actually been implemented <laughs> in this version of Threads. Oh. Um, but yeah, this is this is the this is getting toward that idea that uh, big companies like Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram and Threads, uh, are not going to be the keepers of all of your content, all of your data, right? And and that if you want to, you can take your posts, your your things, and you can channel that across different platforms, and then people can choose to ingest your content the way they see fit. The way that this makes sense the best to me is the way that we make our podcast, right? RSS feeds, it, it has... It, we 
wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you're downloading it as an audio podcast, you are listening to a WordPress uh, website blog post that has that has audio files attached to it. And the reality is we don't post to Apple Podcasts. We don't post to Spotify. We don't post to Stitcher or or whatever podcatcher you use. We create a post on our website that we own. We host our 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 audio with a company that that we pay and then we push that out and then you choose how you want to ingest it how you want to get our content whether that's you like apple podcasts because you like their interface or you prefer spotify because of you know what you have there whatever it is how we push it out doesn't matter and and i think that's really the idea of this 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 next uh move in in the, in the internet is you'll be able to do that with whatever social content you want whether that's photos whether that's posts you'll be able to put that stuff out there using an application that you like but your content will be decoupled from the platforms themselves so that if a platform goes down or maybe i really like using a version of twitter but you really like using a version of facebook I can I can post one time whatever I'm thinking, whatever whatever content I create, and it will then go out and be distributed across all of those platforms so that people can can view it the way that they want to view it. Yeah. It's the way they would build the internet today if they were starting over for the first time. It's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice thought. The problem is, is it it gets to a point eventually. Where it's the it's the age old Microsoft Apple Linux uh, the discussion right where yeah like they they start to be compatible but you still have Windows machines you still have a- uh, Apple doing its things uh, and then you have your open source Linux and and Red Hat and all all that all that good stuff and and so although like going way back IBM very very pri- proprietary. There have been some, you know, connective tissues there, but it's like when you start combining a bunch of different social media networks, it's a similar thing. Like, why is Elon going to want to be like the idea is that you're combining them? I think that it's your your you're separating the content from the platform. But but the but the restrictions on how you present that content is up to the platform itself. So if you have a Facebook post that is. Mahaha. Okay. Okay. In terms of being able to restrict content or uh, what's the word? Uh, moderate content. This opens up the opportunity to completely have that handled by a third party. Because because you're decoupling content from the, the, the platform, yeah. you can also decouple moderation and now you can only accept content that's been moderated through a, a another party. Here's or you can say we are not going to require any content moderation on this platform. Here's here's the thing, because you can look at what's happening on Reddit, and you can look at the exorbitant costs that they're asking third party companies uh, to charging them with their for their API the, their API calls right. 
Yeah. Like, and so the, 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 the dream is that you have a centralized platform wherein you can go in and find content from whatever, from whatever platform. However, these companies still want to make a profit and they still have their own individual ideas of what third party developers and, and API users can actually do with, with, with shit. So it's a nice dream, but there's going to be, there's going to be, uh, battles, you know, it's, we thought it was going to be McDonald's yeah. versus Taco Bell. It, it's, uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> capitalist society yeah. still like no, no, no argument from you it, there. It's, it's why, it's why, it's why Sony and Microsoft, Microsoft is like, Sony just like they they pay so much money for exclusives. We're just gonna buy developers instead, and then and then they can they can buy the the games from us. And then Sony's like, wait, we can't undercut you by buying exclusives all the time. No, we're gonna stop you from acquiring Activision Blizzard because it's a monopoly all of a sudden. But they're doing the same monopoly shit. They're just doing it in a different way, right? Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. capitalism. It's annoying. It's it is. <laughs> it's possible that it's not going to work. I'm hopeful for the versions of the future that uh, that I've heard explained, um, because I I do think it gives users more choice and it puts ownership of content back in the creators' hands instead of in giant corporations' hands. If if you have built a reputation as a content creator on Twitter and then some billionaire buys Twitter and runs it into the ground <laughs> and your content goes away. Like that's, you don't have control over that. And yeah, I, there, there are people that are actively working and yes, they're working against the established system. So it's not going to be easy. But there are people that are actively working to decouple those things so that, yeah, it, 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 it's better for creators, it's better for individuals, and it's more tailored for consumers to have an experience the way they want to have it and not the way a billionaire in Silicon Valley decides they want to have it. So, yeah, I don't know. It's... It, there's 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 yeah. the advertising piece and there's the monetization piece and there's the how do people get filthy rich off of it and and uh, i so far that's what's won here, here's 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 here's, we'll here's, here's what i here's what i think i think in order like on because on twitter it was all about elon wrestling zuckerberg for for yeah. a while right um but you know what what i think needs to happen is is it can't come from a big company that's like, hey, I think we want to have a combined ecosystem that we we live together in harmony because they you've already been in competition with each other for for so long, and so that's like where to me like smaller companies that like identify. Are, are you operating under the assumption that like the Fediverse is like being built by Meta? Because that's that's yeah. not okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's fill, not what's happening. Fill us in then, yeah. because because that's. That's what it it seemed like because no other place is like a advertising like yeah we're we're going to be part of the, the well no like too. have you heard of like um uh Mastodon which was a which was a direct Twitter competitor yeah yeah heavy metal become, man it's <laughs> it's yeah. it's become more uh uh it's gaining popularity since Elon uh, uh oh, oh, oh and Blue Sky you talking about Blue Sky as well uh. 
blue sky i that's that's more of a um ai thing right but is it? um activity pub is sort of the platform that these that these uh that these programs have 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 worked on and i think activity pub is sort of like that RSS, right? So RSS, nobody owns RSS, right? Uh, blue, RSS blue, blue, is blue Sky a, is a new one. Just F- FYI. It's like okay. a... Okay, all right. Uh, okay, go ahead. I, I'm not up to speed with them. But so I think Activity Pub is... We're getting real nerdy on an AE. <laughs> if you're still hanging on, you're the diehard. I love you. Thank you for being here. Um, and also check out the Vergecast because half of the stuff I know is from that. Um, anyway, Activity Pub, I think, is more of like the platform. Um, it is an open decentralized social networking networking protocol um, based on pump.io's activity pub protocol. So it's um it's like RSS, right? It's protocol. Like nobody owns RSS. Like it is it is an internet protocol. No, we own use. international RSS. Yeah. It's ours. <laughs> so so activity okay, pub sorry. is an internet protocol that is designed to basically do that decoupling of your social media content um, to then make it readily available so that if you're whatever whatever application you're using to post content um, you use the one that you like it then creates your little rss of social media content and then distributes it out and then different social media platforms can then bring that in and display it to their users in in whatever format um, is is common for their system. So yeah. so just like how we push our podcast episode out and then Apple shows it one way and Spotify shows it slightly different, it's the same content but they may they may choose to list different metadata, they may choose to show our podcast photo when you're playing the episode versus the 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 episode photo right like yeah there's different ways that they're going to display that data but it's the same content being being pushed out against different platforms okay well it makes sense now i think i think when we were talking about mastodon before like this idea of of a similar kind of rss type technology it wasn't it didn't click it didn't click the, the same way yeah. uh, but now they're like okay blue sky Mastodon threads. Okay, it's making more sense to me in that way because I thought it was just like, like how how buffers like I'm gonna post to Twitter and Facebook and and Instagram and, yeah, and YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's really just like uh, APIs going to each of those individual services versus a, a centralized like this is the this is the pipeline that all of this stuff goes through. Um, yeah. What was it gonna? Uh, yeah. So I, I think, and even for like some folks listening, they're like RSS feed. I don't know what that means necessarily, but it's just like, yeah. it's just like a different, like different types of images, image files, right? Like you, you have an image file, but you also have, you have PNG, you have JPEG, you have GIF, GIF, whatever you want to say, JPEG, um, BMP. Like these are just different types of things that are, that you can transfer. I don't, know. I don't know what I'm getting into. Whatever. I like pictures. Yeah. Uh, if you want to read more about it, <laughs> check out wikipedia.org slash wiki slash activity pub. Um, I think Matt just missed the best episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm that's ever been produced because he's showing up late. Yeah. But good news is, is Matt's going to be around 
for the, post the Twitch only post show uh, where we will circle back on all of these. We didn't even talk about the TV show that I binged this week. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, we'll, we'll save that for later. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thank you for, for watching. Um, thanks for supporting our show. If you're a patron uh, over on Patreon, you are helping make this show, all of our podcasts, and even our trip to Comic-Con possible. So thank you for continuing to support. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, so you can catch all of our, our, our content that's coming up over the next couple of weeks. And until next time, I'm Travis. And, I, and I'm Brandon. And, and thanks to Robbie also, who's in the chat. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do rounding the bases now. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Post show time. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.